The text for our consideration today is Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. In him, Christ, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. At this time of year, as our minds are turned towards celebrating graduation, although in much different ways this spring, I am reminded of a unique commencement speaker from last year. This speaker, though, is best remembered not for his words, but for his actions. Robert F. Smith, CEO of Vista Equity Partners, who gave the commencement speech at Morehouse College, shocked the audience by promising to pay off the debt of every student graduating that day for Morehouse, a stunning total of about $40 million, according to the Chronicle of Higher Education. Imagine being in that graduating class. What a relief. You no longer have that student debt hanging over your head. You are free to go out and find a job or a career without the pressure of knowing you will have to budget for your student loan payment every month. Those graduating from our high school, college, and seminary this spring may not have that same amount of debt as the Morehouse graduates, but I am sure that they or their parents can relate to the sheer joy of having one's debts forgiven. Our graduates, and indeed all of us though, have had the greatest debt forgiven, and thus the greatest gift of all, the forgiveness of sins and the promise of eternal life. Graduation, and even just the end of the school year, prompts us to think about and review the past year and also look forward to the future. As we look back on the year, we can see how much we have learned in our classes, gained skills in our extracurricular activities, and grown in our relationships. All that we learned this past year helps us to prepare for the future. I'm sure that those of you who were freshmen in high school or college now feel much better prepared for your next year of school. Those who are graduating college or seminary are ready to move on to more schooling, to careers, or to taking up their roles in the public ministry. One of the blessings of receiving your education at Emmanuel is that you have been prepared throughout by the study of God's Word, so that you are ready to put on the full armor of God as you go out into the world. While you may not have a large amount of student debt to pay off, we all still suffer a bigger problem, our sinful nature. Whether it is in entering our summer jobs or going on to our next big adventure in life, in college or in a career, we'll be faced with all sorts of challenges. Though we know our greatest treasure is in heaven and that God provides our daily bread, we will worry about money. Especially given the effect of the pandemic on our economy, many will have to face challenges and outright frustration in finding jobs and have enough money to pay the bills. We may think to ourselves, yes, it would be nice to have a billionaire friend like Robert Smith to take care of our money problems. You may also meet new friends at your summer jobs or when you go to college or begin your new career. These friends may not have the same values or faith as your Christian friends. You and your faith will be challenged. And if you are anything like me, you'll be disappointed in yourself at how often you fail to be the best or even a good witness of the gospel message. 
Similarly, those of you graduating high school will have your beliefs challenged by students and professors at college or by coworkers and supervisors along your career path. It will also be easy to be overcome with the stresses of school and work. You may find yourself on the edge of despair and look for an easy escape in illegal drugs or the abuse of alcohol. Springtime and graduation are supposed to be a time for renewal and hope. But as you can see, even for Christians who have been sustained in the word of God in their education, it can also be a scary and dangerous time. Indeed, because you have had the blessings of God's word daily throughout your education, life in a secular education or career may be even of a greater shock to you. So as we can see, even if we have the graduating gift, graduation gift of having your student debt wiped out, that would not take care of your problems. The greatest gift of all, the forgiveness of sins, though, does take care of all our problems. As we struggle through life with all its turmoil and stresses, what a blessing to know we have been redeemed. The price for our sins have been paid and we have been bought back. No matter what the problem we are faced with, we can turn to God's word and find that wonderful assurance of our forgiveness. Money problems? Even if we don't have any money at all, we still have Christ's priceless forgiveness. Stress at work or at school, even if we fail that test or fail at that project for work, Christ has still succeeded for us in redeeming us from sin. That test has already been passed for us. Problems with our friends or family, no matter what happens in our earthly relationships, God loves us and sent his only son to die for us that we might receive forgiveness of sins and eternal life. In his commencement speech at Morehouse, Robert Smith ended by stating his confidence that the 2019 class of Morehouse would use his gift well and pay it forward, performing acts of kindness for others. When we reflect on the far greater gift that God has given us, we realize that we can do nothing on our own to earn or pay back or pay forward Christ's redeeming sacrifice. We read in our text that we received, we received redemption and forgiveness, not through anything we could do, but according to the riches of his grace. Instead, we recognize through faith the wonderful opportunities we have to serve our Lord in love with the gifts that he has provided us. As seminarian Corey Draley reminded us in Monday's chapel, on Ephesians 2, just the next chapter ahead from our text, God made us alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, and that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We didn't do anything to earn our salvation, and we could never pay it back. But God created us for good works, the Holy Spirit acting in us, producing the fruits of faith. As we contemplate the future, then, we can look forward to being comforted by God's word and to proclaiming the wonders that his word reveals about this greatest gift of all, redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins.
Amen. The hymn selected for this morning's chapel is hymn 370 from the Lutheran hymnal. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. When darkness fails his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, I solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. His oath, His covenant and blood, support me in the welling flood, when every earthly prop gives way, He then is all my on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is seeking sand. When he shall come with trumpet sound, oh may I then in him be found, clothed in his righteousness alone. Blessed to stand before the throne. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is seen.